And I want to welcome you guys again back to another episode of Not Too Preachy. We are still in season three. This is episode five. Again, Not Too Preachy, where you can be uh, informed, inspired, confident, and convicted. All from the word of God, but just not too, too preachy. I'm your host, Jason Brown, but since you were one of the Not Too Preachies, you can call me JB. That makes you a friend of mine. We're friends. So I'm glad to have you here. Hopefully you click share or that you will share this podcast with someone out there uh, that you really care about. All right, let's go ahead and hop in to uh, the content for the day. I want to give a couple of shout outs. Uh, a, lot of birth- a lot of birthdays today. A lot of birthdays today. January 5th and a lot of birthdays. Uh, shout out to... You want to do a shout out? Okay, come do your shout out because I'm going to forget. Who you shout out? Shout out to Chandler. Shout out to Chandler. Word up. Coming up. Coming up. What day is Chandler's birthday? The 9th. The 9th. The 9th. I think that's Saturday? Friday, Saturday? Saturday. Saturday? I think that's Saturday. That's my niece, Chandler. Happy birthday. Early birthday. I'll see you this weekend. Um, Shout out to uh, my two favorite twin cousins, um, Damien and Danielle. But if you're family, it's Biggie and Girly. Uh, They are twins. Happy 40... Got to be six. I think it's six. Happy 46. So happy birthday to you guys. I've already talked to you all today. I gave you your Facebook and text message shout out. So happy birthday to you guys. Um, I got a, I got a, a tearful shout out because uh, my, my young friend, Ashlyn Clausell, um, I reached out. It's her birthday today. And, and she said these words and it almost made me tear up. She said, thank you to my forever youth minister. And that really touched my soul. Um, but happy birthday to Ashlyn. Uh, she is a student at Prairie View. Um, not sure where she is in her journey, but uh, she should be coming close. But she is an excellent young lady, and she's going to have a lot to offer this world when she gets into real adulthood, the bill-paying adulthood. So happy birthday to her. Last shout-out. January 5th, 1911, at Indiana University, one of the Divine Nine fraternities was founded, Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated, I want to say happy Founders Day to you. A lot of my good friends are uh, members of Kappa Alpha Psi Fraternity Incorporated. Some of my friends I had some uh, great fun with. Uh, I definitely rolled a little Boosie joke all day long for all my Kappa friends. I rolled a little Boosie all day long. And if you know, you know. If you don't, Google it. Lil Boosie, Kappa Alpha Psi. He's not a Kappa. That's just a you know a funny joke. And again, not to disrespect, it's just funny. So please understand who you're dealing with. Take it lighthearted. But happy Founders Day to all of the uh, men who are part of Kappa Alpha Psi, especially those who I'm close friends with. Don Caleb, that was for you since you're here. Uh, Tim, that's for you. Stacy, that's for you. Johan, that's for you. D Coop, that's for you. Um, all the guys, man. Prim, that's for you. If I forgot you, it's for you too. Uh, so uh, happy Founders Day uh, to you guys. Oh, Marcus Sullivan, that's for you too. That's for you too. All right, those are the few that I can remember off the top of my head. I didn't run a list. But uh, those are the shout-outs for today. Um, I'm vexed. This is not a very funny I'm vexed, but this is a very serious. Well, not very serious, but it's more serious. Um, I'm not sure where you stand um, with mask wearing. Um, not sure where you stand. Uh, and I'm not here to judge your stance on wearing masks or not wearing masks. Um, I, I know that if you're watching the news, that the cases for COVID are not going down. 
As a matter of fact, they seem to be increasing. You know, we had holidays kind of back to back. We went from Thanksgiving, then we went into Christmas, then we went into New Year. And so a lot of people are spending a lot of time out. And it almost seems like there are, just, there are a lot of people that are just not taking this seriously. Uh, and that's fine because I don't have to answer for you. And I know that we do our part in this house to stay safe and socially distanced. And we have a select, very small circle that we spend time with. And we've all been tested and all of that thing. So, so we, so we kind of know and when we're around other people, we stay masked up. Um, and so I'm not, I'm not judging you. But I just, if we want to get out of this, I, I just think it's a good idea. <laughs> Many of the doctors just think it's a good idea. Much of the science says it's just a, a good idea. And if you don't want to wear the mask for yourself, that's cool. But what about the other people? Because wearing the mask just won't kill you. But not wearing it can endanger somebody else. And I just, I just want us to be uh, considerate. This is, diseases are not politics. Pandemics is not, not politics. We're talking about the health of human life. Regardless of where you are on the aisle, regardless of where you sit, regardless of who you vote for, um, this pandemic is no respect of person. And I just, it, it vexes me um, to see so many people not taking it seriously to the point of being argumentative and even, and even violent. Uh, I know we've seen some of those videos, and I know that's not the norm. Most people are not doing that. But wherever you stand, that's, that's, that's on you, and I'm not here to judge. I just want us to be considerate uh, of other people and the seriousness of this. Because I just really don't believe we're going to get back to some kind of normalcy until maybe 2022. Um, I'm, I'm vexed that we have what well, we're supposed to be one of the most advanced countries and we can't get the vaccine out properly. Like, we don't have the inf infrastructure for that. Kidding me. Like, that, that bothers me that we have these dollars and we have these resources and these bright minds and we're struggling to get this out. And we're talking about something that was warp speed. Um, but it's just, all, this, this whole thing... I just wish we would be a little more considerate. So as you go and spend time with the people that you love or even outside, just be, just be considerate that we're trying to get out of this so we can get to a point where we really don't have to wear masks so that we can get on flights and go see our family in other states and not have to worry about uh, having to be quarantined or have they been quarantined for 7 to 14 days or, uh, you know, do I not have uh, symptoms but I have, I'm a carrier of the disease. I just, just, just want us to just think on those things. Uh, it's, it's not about you all the time. It's, it's sometimes it's about the other person, and just doing what we can to get back to where it is. I don't even think it's about necessarily about them trying to control us. I know there's a level of that, and there's an argument there, and and that's fine if if you believe that. You know, just 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 be smart and be safe. And I I encourage you, um, you know, when you're out somewhere not around your normal circle uh, for your safety and even for the safety of others. Just consider that. That, 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 that kind of vexes me. And I don't want to bring the spirit down, uh, the energy down, because this is not too preachy. Uh, but that just bothers me when I see that. And I just want to say that. I feel better now. It's off my chest. For, for those of you who don't agree with me, that's cool. I still love you. Um, and we can still hang over the phone until we, <laughs> until we get out of this, uh, because I'm going to take it uh, seriously. Uh, for the sake of uh, my family and I. Cool. Can we move on? Can we go? All right. I'm good with that, man. I'm good. And, and I'm excited because my children went back to school uh, today, um, and they were masked up. And um, so. Over it in class. Keep your mask over your nose. 
Yep, over your nose and over your mouth. Good deal. All right. Tonight's topic. <laughs> so, look. Last four weeks, we last four episodes we dealt with kept, right? And how the Lord has kept us all through 2020. So I want to I stay in the neighborhood, but I want to turn down another street to, to consider something. So, so I call a friend of mine. I call Cherie uh, Phoenix Johnson. And I said, Cherie, here's what I'm thinking about going. I just wanted some of your input, right? And she said, Jay, do this, think about this, blah, blah, blah. I appreciate that. Very sharp, very biblically sound, a lot more creative than I am, and a very good crea- uh, uh, communicator. So this is what I came up with tonight. You ready for this? <laughs> Pun intended. Look back at it, all right? I know some of y'all do, do, do not get out of your chair or do not get out of your car and begin to do that. But that's what we're going to do tonight. We're going to look back at it. We're going to look back at it. Uh, I, I reflected um, this, these last couple of days on what my goals would be for 2021. Right? Reflecting is, is, a, is a healthy thing to do. Uh, I've, I've come across a lot of reading through my John Maxwell studies and other leadership stuff and goal setting stuff and smart goals. That part of it, of setting your goals for 2021, is taking a moment to reflect. Uh, to see your successes that you've actually accomplished. Um, to see the failures or the non-activity. The things where you weren't pleased uh, with the way that you handle yourself. And I know we've made resolutions. I know you have. Some of y'all have made resolutions. Um, some of you already have your goals set out. I saw a lot of vision boards, people putting together their vision boards because this is what they want 2021 uh, to look like because a lot of us don't really want it to look like 2020. Now, some people did some great things in 2020. Some of us, hey, we just kind of, we're floating like a feather in the wind. Uh, but before I go forward to make my goals, I stop and reflect. Stop and reflect. I look back at it. 2020 had a lot to look at. uh, From Popeye's chicken sandwich, which may have started this whole thing. We even had the debate, which was a better chicken sandwich, that one or Chick-fil-A. I'm going Popeye's. Don't judge me. All right? I know Chick-fil-A is the Lord's chicken, uh, but Popeye's, that chicken sandwich. Anyway, um... Kobe and Gianna and, and those that lost their lives in the helicopter crash um, in January, uh, we look at that. I mean, of course, we look at the pandemic, but then we look at Ahmaud Arbery. We look at Breonna Taylor. Uh, we look at George Floyd. Uh, we look at the social unrest, the protests and the riots. Um, can't forget about Jacob Blake and those police officers will face no charges. That's another level of vex. Not going there tonight. A lot to look back at. And those are just um, things just in the world. Uh, We went through an election uh, this year and and voting and the talks of voter rights and voter suppression and voter fraud and voter turnout. A lot to look back at and uh, things change. And we have a president-elect and then we have a current president who's fighting the electoral college uh, to to take the presidency uh, back. It's, it's, a lot going, it's a lot to look back at. It is really a lot to look back at. You can look back at it. That's just, that's just governmental stuff. That's 
all over the all over the world kind of stuff, all of our nation kind of stuff. But then considering your own life um, that you may have dealt with tragedy and the loss of a, a parent or a loved one or a friend getting sick or even you yourself getting sick. You may have lost income or some may have even earned extra income, started businesses, um, picked up different hobbies, got closer to their families and even some even got distant. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot to look back at. Uh, a lot of stuff happened in 2020. We, we went on the longest spring break that we've ever had. And we never uh, went back uh, until we got into October almost to where we could be in school face-to-face on a level. Uh, we haven't been in our churches like we're used to being. Or we haven't gone to happy hour with our friends like we're used to doing. Our, you know, the, the Thanksgiving was smaller and Christmas was smaller. And the house parties were kind of cut down. And everybody's doing drive-by parties and honking horns and balloons. And even when you look back at it, you found yourself getting more creative with your time and with the way that we spend it with people. And even considering that, man, I did not realize that as an introvert or ambivert or extrovert, that all of that stuff really mattered. The human touch, being around people actually mattered. And we didn't realize it until those things were kind of taken away from us. But guess what? We get to look back at it. We get to look back at it. Even considering what's going on right now, not only looking back at it, but looking in it, um, that we're still seeing the residual effects of a pandemic. And I believe residual, we're still in a pandemic. Uh, we're still in the election season. Right now, everybody that is into politics and understands what's going on is watching what's happening in Georgia right now. Uh, we're still watching sports, and uh, we saw the NBA come through the bubble, and now they started the season already again, and we're trying to figure out who's going to win the Super Bowl. Uh, will I be able to travel this year? Uh, these kind of things, we're, we're, we're in it right now. Some of us are essential workers. Some of us can work from home. Some of us would never go back into a building and work. That's what we're sitting in right now. Some of us are looking at our children who are filled with anxiety and depression and finally got to go back to school, and now you can see that light a little bit more in their eyes. That's present right now. So we're able to look back at it. We're able to see what's going on right now. But, but where, where, where does that fall in the text? Where does that fall in the text? Uh, this is one of my favorite Bible uh, books to read. Uh, Habakkuk, just because I like to say it, Habakkuk. It sounds somewhere between tobacco and a sneeze. Habakkuk, okay? You can say it. Say it. Habakkuk. Type it. It's two Ks. You can. Habakkuk. Habakkuk chapter 2 says something that's very familiar for people that read the Bible often. It says, write the vision and make it plain. Or if you are reading in a particular um, uh, version, it'll say, write the vision plainly on tablets. So write the vision plainly on tablets so that he who sees it will be able to run with it. Write the vision, make it plain. So Habakkuk is kind of like, okay, that's God telling me to write out what it is he wants me to do. These are my goals. This is my vision. This is the direction. These are the words he wants me to say to the people that are going to be listening or reading this prophecy. Write the vision. That's chapter two. But in chapter one, all he does is reflect. He's looking back at it. So in verse one through about verse four, when you get a chance to read Habakkuk, he's saying, how long will I cry out to you, O Lord, when all I see is violence? And it seems like you're not answering me. I see injustice. I see the wicked prospering. It's, it's a really dark letter and question to open up because he's almost questioning God and like God is not paying attention. Can I say something to you real quick? When you pray, God is listening. Even though you don't think he's listening, he may not speak back to you. He may be working on your problem. That's another time. Wake up, Jesus. Wake up, Jesus. That's another time. But look, he is reflecting on what he saw. Past tense, S-A-W. He's reflecting on what he saw. 
This is the oracle of Habakkuk the prophet, and this is what I saw. Violence. Injustice. The law doesn't matter. That's what he saw. Past tense. Then, verse 5 through about verse 12, the Lord said, well, I know that's what you saw, but it's going to get worse. I'm bringing the Babylonians. I'm bringing the Chaldeans, and they're going to uh, run through, and they're going to tear up everything, but I'm going to judge them. Don't worry about it. But it's going to get worse before it gets better. And then, Habakkuk comes back, in like verse 13 or 14, it's like, even right now, I still see wickedness. I still see people being taken advantage of. I still see the marginalized not getting their just due. All this before the Lord tells him, write the vision and make it plain. All this before he starts to set his goal and chart his path for what the Lord would have him to do. All of this, he's reflecting. He's talking about what he saw and what he sees before he goes forward to what he's going to do. Past, present, before the future. Isn't that how time works? There's a past, there's a present, and then there's a future. Not sure what's up there, but before we get up there, there's some stuff that we have to deal with behind us. Now, we have to deal with the past, but we're not to park there. But in the past, there are some lessons that we can learn there, whether it be lessons from success or lessons from our failures. There's stuff that we can learn. We have to understand what we have seen. Watch this, because if you have seen it, you saw it, if you can look back at it, guess where that stuff is? It's behind you. I, I, I want to say that again. If you can look back at it, that means those things are behind you. That means you've already come through those things, whether it be successes, whether it be failures, whether it be pain, whether it be promise, all of those things you've already come through. So it makes good sense to say, let me look back at it and see what it is that I was able to master. See what it is that I was able to overcome. See what it is that I was able to accomplish. See what it is where I failed and why I failed. See where God worked. Let me see where I tried to work independently of God and how that went for me. I can look back at it. And if you can look back at it, guess what? You come through it. Can I say something about 2020? We can look back at 2020. Because if you're watching this video or if you're listening to this podcast, all of you can look back at it. And not only look back at it, but then look in it and see where you are right now. Where am I right now? What is God saying right now? What am I doing right now? Am I using my time right now? Because the next minute is not promised. All you have is right now. What do you see? Now, we say this all the time. Um, live every day like it's your last. But honestly, I don't do that because I would never go to work. <laughs> I'd spend time with my family on a beach somewhere, uh, eating uh, off of a grill, enjoying my time if it's my last day. I'm not going to spend my last day at work. So typically what we do is prepare for tomorrow. But we do that in the present. So what do we do with what we see? We use what we see with the lessons from what we saw to get ready for what's about to come before you write the vision. If we're not going to learn these lessons and take them and apply them, then we can write the vision all we want to. We're going to screw it up because we have not learned the lessons from before. The past and the present are prerequisites for the future. We have to have these experiences to carry us to where we're going. There are lessons that are to be learned. There are tests that we have to take. And sometimes those tests come with us because here's the truth. 
We can look back at it. Some of that stuff is going to come with us because it may actually get worse or it may stay the same, but there's still something to be learned before we start writing new visions or choosing our new one word for the year or looking at what we want to accomplish or who we want to reconnect with or how we want to reconnect with God and build that relationship with him or how we want to reconcile with that friend that we stopped talking to over something that's foolish and you don't even remember what it really is about. Look back at it before you reach out for it. What you saw and what you see. So where you can go. It's the idea of St. Kofa. Look back at it. Reach back and, and get it because there are lessons to be learned in our past. But I do not give you permission to park there. Whatever happened back there cannot be undone. You cannot redo it. It is over. You don't get a redo. All you have is right now, and you use right now in preparation for tomorrow, in preparation for the generation that's coming behind you, generational kind of stuff, and breaking these chains and breaking these walls down and breaking these barriers of stuff that's in our family. Ooh, I just, ooh. Before we go there, look back at it. What, what, is, what, is, what does David say in Psalm 23? Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, not walking and parking, but I'm just passing through. And if I'm going through, that means a minute I'm going to be out. And then I'll be able to say it with me, look back at it. I, I remember um, being a high school athlete, and I'm, I'm wrapping up, I'm done. I remember being a high school athlete. Um, I ran track. I was I was pretty okay. I was not as good as my brother. My, my brother's world class sprinter, um, but me, I was a district class sprinter. <laughs> All right. Um, one of my least favorite days was Mondays because Mondays were our long days. Uh, we would run a lot of long distance stuff on Mondays to build endurance, um, to build stamina, those kind of things. I didn't like it. We would run, I think, three and a half miles. Uh, we would run from the school through the neighborhood down Friendswood Link, uh, down 2351, and then come back. And if there's anything you need to know about a sprinter, most sprinters do not like anything above a 400, and that's even pushing it. So talking about three and a half miles, that was not fun. And so we would take off, my teammates and I, um, and we would start to running, and we would look forward and it's like, man, we have so far to go. We would just keep running. Sometimes a slow pace, sometimes we stop and walk. There were occasions where we'd knock on a friend's door to get a drink of water, and then we keep on going. And um, I remember the, 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 the idea of looking back to see how far we had run. But still being in the moment, trying to put the next foot in front of the other, trying to continue to pump my arms in the moment because every step I made forward was one less step I had to make getting toward my goal, getting toward the finish. And the future, the long, the long term goal was to just get stronger and faster, which I did do. I did. And I didn't even understand why coach would make us do this until I got to my junior year. And I'm now I'm, you know, competing for regional uh, spots and, you know, getting better in those spaces. And I was like, wow, little did I know that as I look back at those long streets and those long days on Mondays, that I could take that endurance into the moment and even propel me into what's going to happen 
later on. I had no idea I run a 10.5. That's not the fastest, but that's pretty fast. I had no idea uh, I run a 4.3. That's not the fastest, but that's pretty fast. But when I look back at it, I can appreciate those long runs. I can appreciate the, the blisters on, on my feet and those cheap shoes that they gave us. They gave us what they had. But I can appreciate it. And before I set my next goal in track and field, I made sure I look back at it. What can I get better at? Where can I improve before I set my goal, write the vision, and make it plain before I can go forward? It is okay. If we're in 2021, we made it through 2020. No guarantees that 2021 is going to be any better. But what I do know for a fact is that everybody that will watch this or that's watching it now or will listen to it on the podcast can look back at it and say we made it through 2020. Two words. It's real simple. Look back. It's okay. It's okay. A couple of quick things. Make sure you go to the link. Purchase the hoodies. I'm going to close the store. I want to say Friday or Saturday for the pre-orders and then those orders got to be printed and shipped out. Okay? So please, click the link. Get you a hoodie. Get you a long sleeve shirt. Get you a t-shirt. Got a lot of color options on there for you, especially for my J5 guys. There is a red and white hoodie, a red and white long sleeve shirt, and a red and white, uh-oh, did I say red? Crimson, red. <laughs> Don't get me. Um, t-shirt for you guys. So please, go order that. Um, and, and get that. Do it tonight. Do it tonight. Don't wait too long. Get something for your children. I do have extra small sizes in there. Get something for yourself. Get something for your friend. Get something for your neighbor. Get something for your pastor. Well done is what we want to hear when we see God face to face. Also, go and subscribe to the YouTube channel if you have not done that. The link is also in this video. That's all I have. That's all I have. I appreciate you being in with me. I made the Lord bless. I didn't realize I still had this. <laughs> Why didn't y'all, nobody told me I still had the apron on. The Lord bless you and the Lord keep you. And uh, before you shoot a video, look in the mirror to see what you have on. Peace and love, y'all. Jay Brown with it. Come on, Jay Brown. you teach it, not preachy, I like to listen up, listen up yeah. I like the way you teach it, not preachy, I like to listen up, listen up I like yeah. the way you teach it, not preachy, I like to listen up, I like the way you teach it, not preachy, you better listen